0: Welcome, Highfalutin Ski Bone Podcast, episode number one hundred and thirty. It is your pals Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up?
1: I'm feeling pretty good today. We're talking about a good topic. Uh, we, I think we've all had an ample outbreak today. So yes, we had good.
0: we had some technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> and not only is it Mario and Brian, if you are a podcast original OG fan from the way, way, way back days, episodes one through perhaps four.
1: From the SoundCloud days.
0: You will remember. You will remember our special <laughs> guest today as one of the OG hosts. It is our friend and yours, Steve.
2: Wow, that was a hell of an introduction. And uh, I have to say you guys have brought it to a whole nother level. I'm welcome up.
0: back. You really? remember? You remember back in the day before we had fancy equipment and we had write-ups in, in famous newspapers.
1: you yeah, like you like a remember, Barry. Like, remember, remember, remember Wendy?
2: You didn't even have headphones. I feel weird. I feel like I need headphones.
0: <laughs> we were like, uh, we were like when they first discovered fire, the cavemen, and they were like standing <laughs> around the fire. That was like us around the laptop, like trying to talk into the microphone, not knowing where the microphone was.
1: It was, was one <laughs> laptop. It was like three porn stars in one dick. It was weird. It was very yeah. strange. All of our faces were like up
2: against the screen. Now, oh, can you hear me now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I definitely would not have used the porn star reference, but uh, yeah, we—it uh, was a little, it was a little awkward. It was, it was. All,
1: all I gotta say is we lost some followers after we went to like the official, like non-fighting over the one microphone. Just well, we had pay, zero pay, pay followers pay. then,
0: <laughs> so it was not hard to lose many at that point. <laughs> But
1: We lost lost both
2: of our followers.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, you know, some of our moms were listening and they were just like, "I, they're not my kids. They just, I don't want them anymore.
1: Dude, mama unfriended me, man. That's fucked up. Listen. I unfriend you. I take you off.
0: Do you remember three episodes ago when you were like four highlights in? I'm not surprised she unfriended you. I almost unfriended you after that one.
1: I almost unfriended myself, listened to it the next day. I was like, come on. Damn, you gotta cut me off. Like, oh, Mary had some technical difficulty.
0: Jesus did not take the wheel that day.
1: <laughs> oh, luckily, I wasn't driving out. See, I'm, I oh, think good boy.
0: I think Pitbull took the wheel.
1: <laughs> Dolly, man, Dolly, here's the pit. Uh, here it was
2: after our third or fourth episode, you know, my wife had to sit down with me. Oh, <laughs> so,
1: is this is this really worth your time? Because
2: Because I listened to the podcast and. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
1: Dude, I love that. I so, so love good. that because how many, how many like people are having that sit down with other people? Like, are, are you really spending your time doing this?
0: Just oh, when no. I thought you couldn't be any dumber, I listened to your podcast.
2: <laughs> right, right. Just your father right right. was wrong. My father was right the whole time.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: well, well,
0: we still think. To be accountant. See. Say-
1: but, and then you we, look at Steve-O and it's like, look at me now. Look at me now. I'm started at the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> he might eat a little poo here and there, but hey, he's at the top. Just saying.
0: Top of something. Yes. <laughs> we want well, to thank-
1: I am
2: honored. I am honored to be back on the podcast.
0: We are honored to have you back as a guest, as a honorary host.
1: Yes. And we're honored. Always invited back. Let's put it that open invite to Steve. And we're
0: honored that all of you are listening. So thank you so much for checking it out. Check out all of our info at SkiBumPodcast.com. We are on all the socials. Instagram.com slash SkiBumPodcast. Facebook.com slash SkiBumPodcast. Twitter.com slash SkiBumPodcast. We are pinning it up on Pinterest as the highfalutins. And if you want to hear one of our vintage episodes on SoundCloud... Hi, Dash Ski Bum.
1: We're there. Uh, somebody just asked; they want to see the video of us talking into the same microphone. That's not going to happen. So no, that's we weren't sophisticated then. I really, I really love like you know that you listen, but you know it's. I don't freaking... think
0: webcams existed back then. It was so long <laughs> ago. <laughs>
1: not, not in color. They were black and white, if that. If they were like yeah. security cams, maybe.
0: <laughs> it was like the American Pie camera, you know, like the little tiny thing. It was like four. Pixels, not even like megapixels. That's right
2: I mean, I don't know why anyone would want to see these three mugs that close to each other.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's. I uh, I wouldn't. Nah, it's. I like you
1: guys. I'll ski with you, board with you, where the fuck we want to go. But I don't want to see that. Let's put that way.
0: I'd even share a yurt with you.
1: (laughs) That's right. No cuddling, but share a yurt.
0: Listen, if it's cold enough, you got to cuddle.
1: There you go. That's right. I will. I will. I will slice open a hoth for where the fuck that thing was and a tauntaun. Tauntaun. That's right. On ha. And
0: I thought they smelled bad on the outside.
1: <laughs> and then you haven't been with some of the people that we've shared ski houses with. Uh,
0: that would ah. actually be a good. That would actually be a good episode topic. You know, like. I
1: think we uh, can to that.
0: Like a ski house hall of fame or hall of shame.
1: Yeah, like. oof. I got some great stories and some horrible stories. I've been part of some horrible stories. I got to say, I'm a culprit too. None of us, the stain of the culprit is on all of us.
0: Our souls are blackened a little bit from the experience. Yes, exactly. You know what? Let's get rolling with this. Let's, uh, let's start off as we always do. It's time for i pray today so should we allow our special co-host guest to be the honorary first at prayer i believe we shall steve what do you got today
1: all
2: right so i am uh i'm dropping right back to high school
1: oh nice ruins farm I don't tell me you're going to with the zima. high school you're not um, going back to the zima are you <laughs> no, it's Zima! Yeah. So this is uh. So
2: I, I'm having a rum and coke, but uh, because I'm a little bit older and more sophisticated, instead of instead of Captain morgan I have Myers rum now.
0: No, Myers rum. Ooh, Myers
2: stepping rum. it up. Yeah, yes, Jamaican. You... Myers. Mr. Fancy over there.
0: And that it's a dark rum, correct?
2: Yes, it's a Jamaican dark rum. Uh, I I think it's
1: the best. All right.
0: Oh, and who are we to argue? <laughs>
1: I thought you were going to go with the Zima, dude. I really thought you were going to go with the Zima. You know, Can't you order a Captain Coke in the bar.
2: I mean, people walk, they're like, really?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're like, are you are you 12?
2: Your mom's not here. You don't have to drink that.
0: Hey, but you know what? Once in a while for a throwback, dude, you, you taste one of those, you're like, wow, this I now I, this was really good. It's like
1: dessert. So I told Brian a few, a few weeks ago. I'm, I'm hanging out, and there's a girl next to me that I started talking to, and I realized as I'm talking to her that she's drinking a Zima. <laughs> no, but wow. they they still exist. They brought it back.
0: They brought it back.
1: It's yeah. back, dude. It is back in full force. You go into your local liquor store; they're gonna have Zima. Are they gonna There'd bring little... Red Dog back too? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they can bring strokes back. I don't know, man. Stroze. PBR is making it ahead of its time. Think about that.
2: Zima was before wine cores. Yeah. Before
0: smirnoff Ice and they're like 97 flavors of that they have now?
1: It's kind it of the same zima. thing, right? Then it was Bartles and James. Yeah. By oh, the wine coolers, yeah. But I gotta say this smirnoff off ice is the same thing as a zima.
0: We have a Smirnoff ice screwdriver in our fridge. It's like, I guess it's like, is it just I guess just orange juice and vodka in a bottle, like pre mixed.
1: (laughs) Dude, you show up to a construction worksite with a fucking uh, Smirnoff screwdriver, you were getting fucking hazed the whole day.
0: No, it's gonna be put in your anus. That's
1: right. They're gonna end you. They're gonna fucking end you. I showed up with new boots one day, and I got fucking teased like crazy. And I was the boss. (laughs)
0: Oh, this fucking guy with his new boots. His fucking new guy? You've been don't to a here? job,
1: sir. You <laughs> all you got to do is hit one guy with a hammer, and that's it. They all shut the fuck up.
0: That's how you send a message, man. Get us in the message.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, Brian, what do you got?
0: All right, so it's now August. So that means Treehouse Month has ended.
1: <sighs> just... don't Don't say it's over.
0: Oh, it is over. The <sighs> calendar has been flipped. So I, as of this evening... I'm officially on vacation for the next 10 days. So I am starting off my summer vacation the way I like to spend my summer vacation. Thinking about skiing and drinking watermelon margaritas. <laughs> nice. Now, this is how I do my watermelon margaritas. I, uh, I start with the Kirkland Signature Gold Margarita, which has the tequila already in it. That's my base.
1: I like that because that's high gluten and ski bomb.
0: It's both, right? Both. It's, yeah.
1: It might be a little more ski bomb, it's, but like, it's like, up here and it's, it's down like, there. I love that at the same time.
0: It's like 60, 40, maybe 65, 35. You 60, start with 40. that and then you go, I throw I won't the ice. Go full
1: 69. I'll go 64. That's about it.
0: Let's not go there. <laughs> then we, you take a little bit of ice and then I take, so Costco also has an Anejo that they make. It's like a Kirkland and Neho tequila. And it gets like a 93 out of a hundred from apparently some legitimate liquor rating
1: website or, you know, oh, yeah, no, I, that.
2: I wrote that review.
1: Did you <laughs> know? Hey, that's the lo- most interesting man.com. Right. Some
0: sort of guild of tequila drinkers has given it a 93 out of a hundred. That's fine. As long as the sticker says so it works for me.
1: Uh, New Jersey, North Jersey, not South Jersey guild. The
0: the Passaic County Tequila Drinking Guild gave it a 93 out of 100. You
1: know, whatever. Hey, it works for me. Passaic County, the meat cookies.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. So, it's the Kirkland tequila, the Kirkland margarita ice watermelon cut up. And then, now, this is my new ingredient I've added this year. There is a company by the name of Tenteo. They make a jalapeno tequila, (laughs) a silver with... I mean, you pop that bottle open, and it smells like It's Like it's really strong. I tried drinking it on the rocks.
1: And I think like, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Why do you keep going to like hot jalapeno tequila? Tonight?
0: You know what? You put just a little splash of it. That versus the watermelon, it creates a nice like a a nice dichotomy there. You know, you have the sweetness of the watermelon plus a little That's bit of the spice from the uh, the tequila.
1: You lost me at dichotomy, dude. It's a big ass word.
0: It's a it's a nice word. It's a, it's a good one. That's a that's a ten dollar word right there. That's ten dollars.
1: So it's a new it's a new age fire and ice.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Mm. And I have this fancy like silver goblet that I use. Wow.
1: And this bad you know, boy was full when we started. So you Why know, oh, don't You're going silver. I like that. And you know this something. Like
2: a mom glass here. <laughs> yeah. I have a mom glass, and you have the silver.
0: And it's got a handle too, so you know it's classy. I feel like I'm like yeah. uh, sitting at the campfire or something.
1: There you but, go. Very nice, very classy. Yeah, you and even that, works out, you say it's stainless steel, but shiny stainless steel. That's what you got to do. Respect yeah. your alcohol.
0: You know what? If you're going to drink it, you might as well drink it right. That's what okay. I say. But now the nice thing is the watermelon, something about it, it keeps you from getting too drunk off of it. So it's, it's got a lot of fiber and it's got a lot of water in there. So it keeps you a little bit mellow. So if you go to the beach, you fill out a big thermos with these watermelon margaritas. <laughs> You can just sip on it all day long and just be in a nice. So you're
1: saying if I have watermelon in my drink, I can never get drunk. I'm,
0: I'm gonna not, go by that. I'm not saying never. I'm this weekend dedicated
1: a- to watermelon oh, yeah. not drunk.
0: Well, I think it takes a little bit longer. <laughs> longer. You know, it's like when making love. Thinking about baseball, it's not gonna <laughs> stop it, but it's gonna take a little bit longer. So watermelon is to baseball.
1: <laughs> you know
2: there's
0: some truth to that, that right. there's
2: a there's an ingredient uh, in watermelon that's really healthy for you water you know what it is
0: melon <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Red. it's Vicodin it's all the stuff in between what is it
0: it's so good like watermelon is the most I, I don't the know
1: Vicodin you said Vicodin? <laughs> <laughs> Vicodin. Um Roof Rufalin is that <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Bill Cosby? No, no, that's not a Bill Cosby. Uh, oh, That's right. It's someone, not too soon. He's in jail. Fuck that. Watermelon pudding pops. amino acids. That's right, it does. See? Does it have
2: tritotinium?
0: Bromino acid.
2: It has citrulline, and amino
1: acid.
0: Nice. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, just blend watermelon into everything you drink and your life will be much better
1: <laughs> i'm gonna go to the doctor he's like oh my god you're a picture of health i'm like what are yes. you drinking put milk, milk and
0: watermelon <laughs> watermelon <man>. water milk <laughs> what's your secret
1: he's like yes your diabetes is out of control yes mm-hmm. i drink water every day watermelon watermelon what bro. I have water
0: bro so mario what pray are you consuming today and how so many I have, have pe- we had
1: We've had a lot. So I got to (laughs) say, I got to say, I'm definitely past a six pack, but you know, Mm -hmm. I'm still in the range. You know, it's not like a bad six pack. It's there's a six pack of high which is probably like a 12-pack for a normal human being. And there's like, you know, the normal pedestrian stuff, and then there's the work stuff, and like, you know, running and doing stuff, being active, you know. Uh So <laughs> I'm actually drinking. This is one of the ones I ordered from the Crap Beer Cellars, which oh, Brandon turned me on to. And we talked about last week. I fucking love that place. Um, So they'll deliver to you. So, Steve, if you want a sip of Sunshine, Crap Beer Cellar. So I ordered this one because this was by Lawson's Finest Liquids. Um, and this is uh, Lawson's and Two Roads, which brews for Lawson's. So this is the Typecast New England Farmhouse IPA. Oh, nice. I yeah, tell you what, how is that? Delicious. Um, it's weird. So it's not like I was expecting maybe sip of sunshine profile or like regular IPA profile. And it has a lot more flavor than that. It has like a little bit um, I gotta say a little bit more flavor than like dankness flavorish, like Darkish, beerish flavor profile, but still at an IPA, like a, still has that little light hoppy outside of it. Uh, I tell you what, they did a good, so this is the whole collaboration. I like it. So So now it's called Tightcast.
0: What is a farmhouse IPA exactly?
1: You know, I've seen a few farmhouse IPAs. I'm not exactly sure. So they're saying uh, it's brewed with white cedar boughs and balsam fir tips, dry hopped with both Connecticut and Vermont grown hops. Hmm. So I don't know if all the ingredients have to be from New England to make it a New England farmhouse.
0: I found one article Google. that says a farmhouse ale is not a single style of beer. It's actually a broader category of styles. Um,
1: this is definitely a category of like a this is definitely a collaboration you taste this you're like this is a bunch of stuff mixed together that tastes awesome um so it's not farm-raised or anything like that i think it should be uh, i'm going to classify it as farm-raised organic uh farmer's market i would say i'd get this at if so you see a- this at a farmer's market definitely get this <laughs> yeah it looks good cool wave. yeah they have a cool label I say Two Roads is solid. That's a legit brewery. Anything but Two Roads and then they brew for they so Brian um the inside intel is they may brew for they may brew a sip the sunshine for Lawson's, right?
0: They do. Yeah, they um they do they they have a really big state of the art brewery there and they um they contract out to a lot of different breweries, but yeah, the big one is uh, Lawson's.
1: Sweet. That's like last week I had um a beer that I was, I told Brian, I was, I was surprised Toppling Goliath, which is out of Iowa or something. And I was surprised they had it down here in Tampa at a local thing. And then I looked up and there is a brewery, big brewery in uh, Tampa that brews for them. So it's kind of like, it's kind of cool. You could probably find stuff that is not brewed in your local area, especially in Jersey. I mean, there's gotta be a lot of, a lot of old breweries that are around, you know, Bush. Hey, they, they've always bottled for people. So who knows? Who knows what yep. they're doing? So wait, where is Sip of Sunshine? Where are they brewed? You said that Two Vermont. Roads?
0: In, well, it's, I think most of it's brewed in Connecticut now at Two Roads.
1: Two I Roads so. is Connecticut and Sip of Sunshine is Lawson's finest uh, flavor uh, liquids. And they're in Vermont, right?
0: Warren, Vermont. Yep.
1: Yeah. Lawson's in Vermont. Okay, That makes sense because we're starting to see Sip of Sunshine all over New York City. They must have had a new distributor, and I tell you what, Two Roads must be helping brew the shit.
0: Yeah, I think Two Roads is really just—they're cranking a lot of them out there, and they're in yeah. Stratford, so they're right off ninety-five. It's um, like
1: very regular. I see people post all the time, and people tell like, "Oh yeah, I got a sip of sunshine at the local." I'm like, "What? What? Is that easy to get?" I used to love having to find it.
0: It used to be a, a journey we have to go on to get this stuff, but now, yeah, now remember paying uh, paying ten bucks a can for some bootleg. Uh, Sip of sunshine. I
1: remember it. it was beautiful. Yeah. It's like I used to have to go to Europe to get Milka. Now you like find it everywhere. It's cracked. Yeah, I, I, went to my, I went
2: to my buddy's um ski house in Vermont. I walked in, talking to everybody, say hello. He's like, oh, you know, there's a refrigerator over there. I walked in the refrigerator. I saw the sip of sunshine. I'm like, oh, I'm 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 taking that one. Fuck yeah. He like <laughs> ran across the room. Whoa, that's a serious beer. <laughs> Step like, aside, child. Step aside. I have to say, I think he did it because he didn't he didn't know. And this is this He didn't is, know who you were. This is our buddy Justin. <laughs> he he didn't think I knew what it was. I knew exactly what it was, which is why I took it. Yes. <laughs> like, you know who the fuck I am? I, I, I knew.
0: Ooh, yellow. I, I, I like yellow. I,
2: like I acted yellow. I acted very nonchalant. Oh, I guess I'll take this one. <laughs>
0: I think were we also like all like sharing like four people drinking one can.
1: Yeah, that was way to that night. and then, and then we started making trips to Hill Farmstead, and it was like, hey, got growl- I got like five growlers. Let's start freaking! I think I'm gonna take a bath in Harlem. Yeah, all of that goddamn stuff. <clears throat> and now so- you've seen that you, where you guys are. You seeing it now all over the place?
0: And eh, not quite all over the place yet, but it's starting to make its way down a little bit more.
1: Let's put it this way: I hear too many people chatting about it, and I'm like, ah, "It's fucked up, man." Used to be a, but you know what? There's crew all... that knew what they were talking about.
0: They actually have a um a micro. I think it's not even like a micro brew. Whatever the, whatever the new term is, there's one that's like smaller than a micro brew. There's like a festival oh. in Vermont. It's oh, like a nano nano brew. Yeah, there's like a, a nano brew nano, festival. <laughs> it's like dude. just one one dude is bathtub. It's all he makes is like. However, right. my bathtub can I I can fill it up. That's all I make.
1: <laughs> this is the beauty of people. It's like if you have Instagram, you have the sub Instagram. If you have insta you have the Instagram. You have the upper ground. Like there, there's got to be some higher level and lower level, and people have their niches. I love it. This is yeah. what people do. Yeah. beautiful. I micro brewed this. I mega brewed this. I triple quadruple brewed this.
0: I had an idea. I'd even bother making it. I non brewed it. But if <laughs> I had, it would have been amazing.
1: Can I drink your idea?
2: You know what? microbrews are for sellouts. I have a nano brewery.
0: <laughs> nano
1: brewery. <laughs> I brew one beer, one beer <laughs> bottle every five months. And that's it. That's you right. I'm so lucky to get it. I got bitters lined up waiting for that brew. It's a nano. Available
0: I- and thimbles. and
1: <laughs> thimbles. I crack that open. To get a thimble, baby.
0: <laughs> well, while we are still talking about booze, we have one story in the uh, the app rate today and it is that the uh that the microbrewery that is molson coors is now starting to brew cannabis drinks for the canadian market what yes what Uh, a surprise
1: cannabis cannabinadia
0: cannabinadia beer giant molson coors said wednesday it is teaming up with a canadian pot producer to develop cannabis infused non-alcoholic beverages so non-alcoholic but full of weed Mm, oh,
1: wow. So, Coors
2: is doing that for Canada.
0: Yep. You
2: know Ooh. what? We really
1: don't like Canada. Well, most of Coors, most of them was Canada. So, they, they always had an arm in Canada. So,
0: yeah. Well, Canada is officially legalizing in October.
1: So, the whole country.
0: Yes. And they're saying edibles are going to be, are expected to be legal in 2019. So, they're kind of getting their head start by creating this liquid. Cannabis beer, which
1: I gotta say, it's the only time since visiting Niagara Falls that I actually ever wanted to go back to Niagara
0: Falls. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: <laughs> that is the truth, isn't it? That,
0: that a pre- is not thats the worst tourist trap town, <laughs> I think, on earth.
1: I'm gonna quote that like that'll be on my tombstone. Like, you know, <laughs> a sad best friend
2: from high school proposed to his wife in Niagara Falls. Oh. and while he was on one knee a guy tapped him on the shoulders and said can you take a picture of me and my wife
0: are you serious
2: I am dead serious oh he had the speech God. ready he's on the ground the ring's out <laughs> he's looking up at her he's looking at him and I- <laughs> idiot
0: <laughs> he's like so- well I'm on my knees I'm going to suck you off too to embarrass me some more in front of my future bride
1: why don't you, you know beg her is- while I'm <laughs>
0: trying to propose to her too
1: so like, be, let, me, let me explain uh, what that is, is you're into mid 20 after looking at the falls. For the first 15 minutes, you're fucking amazed. You're like, it is incredible how much water is falling. This is incredible. I'm so glad I get to see this in my life. And then you're like, what the fuck else is there to do? And you're like, hey, let's fuck with these people that are like proposing. Oh, they have fudge. <laughs> in a way, I, in wow, a way, wow, doesn't he deserve it? Exactly. Does. <laughs>
0: He would have been better off just jumping. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> I mean, doesn't it kind of deserve it? Like that's what he came up with. Niagara Falls.
0: Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah. Slowly, you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the falls are in the background
1: next to the porn shack. What'd
0: child. you say? I couldn't hear you. There's too it's much falling. water falling. Bill porn
1: and wax museums behind him. <laughs> I was like, "Would you marry me?" Uh, she <laughs> did not like a lap dance right she there.
0: didn't do it at Madame Tussard's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: What? I can't hear you. What? Let's go on the of and the Miss. Yeah, maybe he can wear a poncho and that'll make it better. <laughs> you know what? Maybe
2: she didn't see the ring because his poncho was covering it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> maybe like he should have gone to the Madame Tussard's and like, put in like Tina Turner's hair and be like, hey, what's that in Tina Turner's hair over there?
1: <laughs>
0: Is that a ring? Is that a, what do I see over there? So Canada, crushing it, legalizing marijuana, and now non-alcoholic cannabis beer.
2: But not beer, non-alcoholic.
0: It's like <clears throat> it's Can like a beer. Beers? Sure.
2: So I'm thinking, is this a 12 ounce beverage, or is this like a shooter, like a a five hour energy, but a, the opposite of a five hour energy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> five day napper.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, a napper. How much THC is in that? Because. <laughs>
0: I'm sure they'll have like different different ones. You know, they'll have like the IPA version, and they'll have like the uh, yeah, but it's not know, like
2: the, so. It's yeah, so it's
0: yeah. Well, I'm sure it's got different levels of THC depending on which one you get. Mm. So they have like the Corona Light version versus like the Arrogant Bastard version. So more to come from the good folks at Molson Coors. Oh, I like that. So while we're talking about. Cannabis, We might as well use that to make our way into the gondola this week.
1: Yeah. So the gondola provides, uh, Frank actually sent, uh, right along with the Molten course. This is another company, the Timely Beverage Company, and they're producing an initial batch of cannabis right along with what Brian's drinking today, margaritas, and uh, they're actually saying that these are pretty freaking awesome. So they are also alcohol-free, but packed full of the THC punch.
0: That uh, is so awesome. So cannabis margaritas.
1: Yeah. So uh, not not a beer, but this is a margarita. So, you know, maybe you have a margarita, you pull one out, You're just like, man, yeah, I'm going to have a margarita, a nice little drink, but I really don't want the alcohol. So... Why not have a little THC in there so they're ready to ready to drink infused with real tequila and lime extracts. So this one it says it's alcohol free, but it says real tequila. So I don't know. Is there like a non alcoholic tequila? I don't think so. Um, like tequila a, flavor agave. I mean, it's agave, but mm. I guess if you don't ferment it, is it the same? Hmm. That's like saying I get hops and malt and barley and I chuck it in a glass with water. It's like a big
2: old sweetener.
1: Isn't it the same as having a beer? Like, it's not fermented. Maybe, oh, yeah. Right? So anyway, so they're saying less than half the calories of a ready-to-drink alcohol margarita with the same great taste, uh, four single-serve, four bottles, available for, for purchase at Showgirl Long Branch. And they're saying... It is pretty good. It's it 10 milligrams per bottle. And that's a nice so That's a nice amount
0: there. So, a nice, nice. I gotta chill. say,
1: well done. The can of punch was a little punch, a little too much for me. <laughs> the can of punch was good. The can of punch was 10 milligrams in a little shot. It was a shot yeah. overfilled. <laughs>
0: yeah. This right. this got, I mean, out of 12 reviews, it's got five stars. So.
1: I like that. It's the best thing you crack one open, split one with somebody, and just like hang out and then have it. Up.
0: Then again, it is by the Passaic County Tequila Guild. So we're not sure how, how valuable those reviews are, but.
1: Well, they're really actually more concerned with exotic massage oils than they are with cannabis in general. God, you know. As we've heard from the senator last week, who's an unfuckable dude that just wants to. Stop everybody from doing whatever they want, and cannabis in New Jersey. Just saying. I don't know. I think it's going to pass in Jersey. It's yes, supposed but, to, allegedly. So there's an there's an unfuckable senator in New Jersey that actually thinks one of the dangers and the things that we should worry about is um, cannabis sex oil. infused
0: sex oil. That is his yeah. biggest concern.
1: Yeah, cannabis infused sex oil. Yes, yeah. yes, which he probably doesn't have to worry about sex law because why um, is wh- why would you do that?:
0: I think a better question is, why wouldn't you do that?
1: <laughs> you well, want what's some... his name I'm a senator because you guys are in Jersey. I think you should get out the and voting then, block. And then of
0: course, up. you know, they're worried about the children getting their hands on it because they're shitty parents. so you know, the typical argument that all these dummies make for trying to keep it illegal.
2: I'm going to have to do a little research because uh, I happen to know a little bit about sex
0: oils. Oh, mm-hmm. not to brag or nothing. Ooh,
1: you know, he's so like your New Jersey senator that is worried about sex oils, sex toys and oils with marijuana. <clears throat> um, he is. not the pop ups. Um, senator Ron Rice, Democrat. Mm-hmm. So. Uh in Jersey, I think he has the mark on him to be ousted. So
0: never so. vote for him, people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think... an unfuckable person, un- untalkable person. You just you can't even un- well,
0: I think the biggest problem is not that children get their hands on it. It's if your dog gets its hands on it. And we actually have an article from the good folks at Vice UK that this is what would happen to your dog if you give it weed. And they did an article about it in the cannabis and they were saying, you know, what's gonna happen to, you know, if people's animals somehow get into it, especially dogs. And they said that cannabis is toxic to any animal in exactly the same way it is with humans. The thing with animals is that they vary hugely in size. So some can reach toxic levels much more quickly than humans. Also, their body's physiology can do different things. So you take something we class as harmless, like chocolate, that's poisonous to dogs, yeah. thanks to the way it breaks down in their body. So they haven't done any formal research on cannabis, but they're saying it could lead to depression or seizures, tremors, behavioral changes.
2: Damn. Damn. Well, it's behavioral change.
1: Why dogs, was it? That's it.
0: Dog's going to chill out, you know, get a different right. hairstyle.
1: Or not trust you. But like, I ain't eating anything else. I mean, I tripped like a motherfucker after the last, like, food you gave me. I ain't going to eat off you.
0: <laughs> I can't have Alpo after having that.
1: I'm never having peanut butter after what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> just think, Somebody that, had to say it. Uh, to no, they around the world. no, they didn't. No, they didn't.
2: I just love to see dogs having the munchies. <laughs> Well, think about it. like I will eat this whole couch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another Nerf football
1: lost, I'm lost. Like man, that was my favorite Nerf man. I'm so high, I can't even. I can't even bark. So
0: if you're gonna have your animals around, make sure you keep your weed out of their uh, out of their edible zone because it could be could be <laughs> messy. Or hey, if you want to experiment on your dog, I'm not gonna stop you. This is America. That's on my check.
1: I it's kind of like you, you guys are, are parents, right? Like they don't give you a rule book for like how you should treat your kids. Like it's the same thing with pets, and but it's a little bit looser. They're like, well, if you kill a pet, you just get a new one, right? It's like it's pretty it's bad. Like, people are just dicks in general with like pets sometimes. Yeah, I
2: just think the Purina and 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 um and Doritos just get
1: together. Shit, Dorito, Puritos. Cool. Cool Purina. Ranch milk bones.
0: <laughs> that's a really goddamn good idea. <laughs>
1: hey, I actually know a lot of people that give CBD to their pets, and they say like, "Oh, they're so much happier, and they love it." Like it's.
0: <laughs> hey, Taco Bell and Doritos came together. You know, I think I think Purina is just the next natural evolution of that. I mean, was
1: that, was wasn't that Cool Ranch tacos? that's yeah. <laughs> possible.
2: Taco Bell and Doritos. That was awful. I'm waiting
0: oh, for churches how chicken. dare you? I'm waiting have for Churches chicken
1: and Doritos, man.
0: Have you had the Doritos Locos tacos?
1: You have to understand, I, I feel sick when I drive by Taco Bell. See, I was sitting with Rem <laughs> while he was telling me that he saw just what the hell and how I should eat so much better while we're, <laughs> <laughs> while we're eating Taco Bell. He's telling me this, and I'm eating a Doritos Locos taco, and I'm like, oh, no. dude, we're eating fucking tacos. And he's like, yeah, but I'm just saying, Jen. <laughs> dude,
0: it's a flavored taco shell. It tastes like Doritos. I mean, it tastes, it's, it's, it's magical. Genius. It's crack. It, it, it is taco good. crack. It could be the perfect hangover food.
2: It
1: could be crack.
0: And crack. It's, it's possible it's in there. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: I gotta say, I went out Tuesday to a local place here for Taco Tuesday. Dollar Tacos. I eat ate tacos.
0: <laughs> That's the way to do it.
1: Fuck yeah, man. I'm I'm leaving my mark. I'm a Taco Mario. <laughs> 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 I know that motherfucker. He eats eight tacos, drinks two beers, and leaves. That's what he does. Because you got to be something. That's me. That's me. I'm going to walk with a pimp cane next time. Or Doritos pimp cane. Oh, but you put the Doritos on a taco? It's oh, it's like cheese on cheese on cheese. Mm. Tell me you don't like cheese. I like cheese. cheese. I just don't think cheese needs to go into a crust of a pizza either. The best part, you you spray oh. it. Why are you putting cheese in the crust of a Pizza Hut pizza? It's well, that's injectable. I don't I don't <laughs> like injectable cheese. I like spray cheese, dry spray cheese. I'm good. It's
0: not as bad as the hot dogs in the pizza crust. That's just. That's nice. I don't know what sort of abortion of food that is, but someone someone whoever you know approved that should be just dragged out in the streets. When you
1: inject the cheese in the in the hot dog, I'm not a fan of that either. All right, so riddle me this. How come when you're scuba
2: diving and you bring cheese whiz down there in the water and you wet it out and the fish go nuts? I don't know. I've never
0: done that. I never knew that was part of the protocol.
2: <laughs> Tell me you haven't done that is that I on your junk I
0: have.
1: On your you junk. guys are
0: high school that's, so that's the plot of Jaws 4 the, the 3D <laughs> a, one right
1: <laughs> that's a 3D man once the cheese whiz breaks out you better put on back to all the listeners
2: if you snorkel or scuba dive bring cheese whiz you will have an absolute blast
1: alright so a good prank do you put it like on people before they dive fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> like right in your bathing suit, like just <laughs> jumping. Like, just fucking throw him in. There
0: you go. Some, <laughs> here's, a, here's some suntan lotion.
1: <laughs> yeah, let me rub this on your back. You, you know, you could
2: also, you can also be very careful. You could be also careful, kind of where you know, like where you position the can. <laughs> there you go. You know, you might want to put it underneath your knee when you're shooting it off. Nice. Um.
0: There
2: you go. I like it.
1: Next thing I you know, the fish are like. Chopping, you know. <laughs> so how does that go for the video that we have online of you, like, just sprawled out, eat junk sitting there, and you spraying it on? <laughs> yeah. Now you spraying the water. It goes out in a weird kind of way.
2: <laughs> and the fish go
1: nuts. That's awesome. Yeah, so are, are you not worried about something like, territorial to like just fucking eat you because there's a lot of shit that like i tell you what because i'm down here more by the water (laughs) a lot of shit that eats other stuff man crazy
2: yeah yeah no um no that's why you put it on your friend
0: (laughs) (laughs) especially if he's fat and farty
1: Dude, that's the same reason you're like, yeah, man, you can make that jump way skiing. You're like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I got you, bro. I got you. Yeah, that's right. You do it. I'm GoPro in this. Fuck yeah.
0: That seven year old did it. So can you.
1: <laughs> you know I mean, YouTube likes, I'm going to get for you crashing your ass. Fuck yeah.
0: Ooh. All right. So, Mario, the next story. That's all you. California dreaming.
1: California dreaming. So, we're talking about. A little bit of tips and tricks to get your sleep on. So a lot of people, ton of people have sleep problems. Like, do you guys have sleep problems? I really off and on, but I'm I'm pretty good, I gotta say. You got sleep problems or no?
0: Yes. I hate I can't sleep.
1: Well you gotta you gotta under a one year old. That's that's I don't even you're you're disqualified, man. I came.
0: Even... I was up for an hour and a half last night, from like two till three thirty, and <laughs> just just thinking about how much I hate my job and <laughs> how much I just want to like I I yeah, everything.
1: Did you if I won in a lottery?
0: Day, what I would uh, be spending money uh, uh, on? How many days till skiing? Like just everything I could think of.
1: Dude, the, how about you, Steve? You sleep pretty well.
2: Uh, I woke up last night for an hour and a half. Really? You know, wishing that I was Brian.
1: Damn. Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> I wonder if we were up at the exact same time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Switching bodies. Mm. Non-s- You're non-sleep buddy. Not nah, sleep.
2: Yeah. Everybody has issues with sleep. You know, you have to have strategies. You can't, uh, you know, can't think of anything too heavy before you go to bed.
0: Can't drink coffee till nine o'clock at night.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's a bad one. Yeah, that's a no-no. No, it's bueno. I always drink something alcoholic crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it counters the
1: coffee it counters everything it counters life doesn't it <laughs> so uh Lethally actually put out a good thing and they're saying hey before you go to bed want you first try vaping or smoking so they actually have a recommendation for best strains for sleep so they're saying you know notice a lot of heavy heavy indica, indicas um are usually more sedative So that's kind of good to start. And then they're saying, you know, try considering new products. So they're saying if you want to add marijuana, especially where it's legal, you actually should get like a protocol together for what you're going to do or what you're not going to do when you go to sleep. Because um, if you're you're vaping some stuff that's going to keep you up, like – you have a little uh, Bruce Banner, like you don't want a Bruce Banner all fucking night. Just saying, Brian, right? You
0: don't want any PCP in your. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't want to like herbally grown PCP strain that you, you're taking. You want to have like a nice meal, maybe a little laugh off, and then go and fuck to sleep. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. So I think it's important. Like, so they're actually saying, like, it's it's actually, this is probably going to be a more um common conversation that people are gonna have as as marijuana gets legal because I tell you what, who is doing marijuana with any concern for anything? They're just doing marijuana because like it's it's out there. They're like, whoa, you know, like probably like 70% of the people, you know, once it became legal, are doing it and they have no idea for like sleep and managing things. So I think it really It really speaks to people and what they should do. So they're actually saying, you know, for better night night's sleep, um, there's some products that are infused with, like, lavender and other, like... Melatonin, yeah. Melatonin. melatonin, Melatonin works okay. I think, you know, while it's out there, it's great to do. But actually, this is where it's getting into the medicinal properties of the product so know the medicinal properties of it and you know you don't want to be that idiot that thought like, oh my god reefer madness is real yeah, it's not real <laughs> it really isn't These
0: i like how they have the, the one product the was it the dozist dozist sleep vaporizer pen named one of time magazine's 25 best inventions of 2016. Oh, fuck that. It's a high-tech vaporizer, precisely delivering doses of 2.25 milligrams of cannabinoids per puff.
1: All I want to know is, does it make you sleep better than ribs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, ribs.
1: Thanks, ribs. Goddamn, I, I missed this stuff.
0: I don't think anything works quite as well as ribs does.
1: Thanks, ribs. All right, got one more.
0: one more semi-weed story while we're still in the gondola. And this is also from the good folks at Vice, but this is the munchies section. A dude vaped the world's hottest pepper and terrible things happened.
1: <laughs> what did he think would happen? Because of
0: course he did.
1: Like, really? Yeah.
0: Hey, there's not much going on in Wichita, Kansas. So you got to find oh. things to do with your
1: time. So uh, Let's hear what happens. To this, this
0: gentleman decided to, snort, to vape the Carolina Reaper pepper. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And there's actually a video of it, too, which is fantastic. Oh,
1: I gotta watch the video. It's gonna be fucking horrible.
0: Yeah, he explains that he grows Carolina Reaper and had a bumper crop that year. And uh, he ground it down, and then <laughs> he prepares to vape it. <laughs> After inhaling, all we can see is that as much retching, spitting, and vomiting ensues. <laughs> Not since Jackass wow. can we recall anyone subjected themselves to such self-inflicted torture.
1: <laughs> God damn. So they're saying Carolina Reapers. So they're saying the top of the Scoville, it goes up to like 15, 16 million Scovilles, right? Mm-hmm. So they're saying this is at, at about 1 to 2.3 Scoville, which I got to say, if you're talking about your regular... Just a jalapeno <clears throat> is 2, 2, hundred. Twenty five hundred to five thousand. This is about two million. <laughs> oh my god! So this motherfucker decided to vape like you have a drink with serrano pepper, Brian, and you're like fucking choking it down. Can you imagine what this is like?
0: Oh my god! Yeah, there's no, there's a reason why there's no Carolina Reaper tequila. God damn! <laughs> that's your insides
1: think about that. It induced vomiting. It's not like he swallowed it. Oof. Imagine walking into a place and they like just spray it in. It's like the Bill Cosby of Scoville's. They just fucking throw it right at you. Oof. God dang it.
2: Man, you know, he's courageous. I give that guy credit. Yeah. Some of got guys
1: do it, man. He's a scientist, you know?
0: That's true. He is a man of science. And he, uh, uh, think
1: about the first guy that realized you can't eat doo-doo and survive right that this is like that guy there is a product out there
2: that takes away migraines and it was discovered by
0: your greens i
2: don't know (laughs) but there was one of these like you know geraldo shows and they were doing a demonstration on pepper spray uh they had a police officer demonstrating pepper spray and then he was the number two guy and his story was about migraines he ends up walking through the green room and he smells this pepper spray. And of course he had a migraine because he always has migraines. And he smells the pepper spray. Everybody's gagging. Everyone's running out of the room. He smells it. He's like, my headache's gone. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh
0: my God. He just started like assaulting women so they would spray them with pepper spray? So he,
2: that's it. So he, created, he created the
1: product. There's a product oh, that's out there. Nice. Oh, nice. yeah. wow. The are gone. Is it, please tell me it's not head-on because I hate that fucking commercial. <laughs> no, I think they...
2: I I think somebody killed that guy.
1: You <laughs> will be missed. Head-on. Head on. I hate that. Girl. God damn it. It's a girl in there. Head-on. Head
0: on. All right. So with that,
1: let's go to ski news
0: all right we got our first story which i'm adding because it's not on the outline it's very important boom marker has just announced a recall for the 2017 2018 kingpin bindings what the kingpin 10 and 13 bindings have been recalled for potential breakage in the toe piece what uh what the hell that's
1: pretty bad toe piece breakage
0: It's voluntary recall, and it's limited to the 2017-2018 kingpin models. Uh, Sales of some models of recalled bindings began in 2017 and some in 2018. Only the toe part of the binding needs to be replaced. These bindings are being recalled because the pin in the toe part can break up under rare circumstances. This could result in reduced release retention and leads to fall hazards. Uh, to Ooh. tell if your kingpin bindings are affected, Marker says to look for the Marker logo on the toe piece. Ski the real fast. Can also make... copper or gold in color. Wow.
1: It said ski real fast downhill.
2: And oh, so, so if it's Marker, then it's... You recall it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow, that's pretty
0: bad. And those are like really high-end bindings too. So it's, uh, you know, these things happen when you're creating new technology. Some things are gonna work, some things are not. You know, it's good that they did it before there was a lot of people having trouble. So it's good to you know. Got, you got kingpins, take a look. See if they're recalled. All right.
1: So next up we got <clears throat> there's a study that was done that says winter as it's warming gives skiers less, less time to make snow. So Plymouth State University and Hubbard Brook Brook Experimental Forest says New Hampshire skiers will have fewer days to make snow each year as the winter climate warms. So uh, basically, breaking out this study, they're saying uh, in the past 50 years, the first three weeks of December warmed 2.5 degrees. So that reduced snowmaking by at least 20 to 30%, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that's pretty big, especially if you have a pretty droughty, shitty year. So, during the rest of the snowmaking season, uh, warm was a little lower at 1.5 degrees, but um, with the equipment, uh, they need the colder temper- temperatures to operate. So, they're saying the, le- the loss of snowmaking days was about 70 to 90% overall. That's pretty, that's pretty devastating to think about. It.
0: That seems like a lot, yeah.
1: So, yeah, yeah. Um, so saying uh, it's all, not all that bad skiers like Moon Mountain can afford to invest bigger water supplies and more efficient equipment, but that still is not a situation that's going to balance out, let's put it that way.
0: You're not making cold. You're making water. You know, like that's that's the problem is if it's not cold enough, you have yeah. all the water you want. It's not going to become snow.
1: Right. You, you have less opportunity, so you, you're going to just like plow more water on the mountain from, I don't know, crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I don't really understand this whole global warming changes, none of their cycles. I, I don't know. I just, I, you just read these things and, you know, I, I know it's, it's very political and depending on what side of the spectrum you fall on, it, it tends to drive how you feel about, about climate change. But I, uh, I, it just feels like we're doing something with cars and emissions and manufacturing and all the, you know, the heat, but it, uh it's definitely a bummer. That so is we have,
1: if we do something to counteract global warming and it causes global cooling, is that a concern too? That's going to take a while.
0: And I heard, I, you know, from what I've read, it's actually supposed to be a lot worse for the planet, global cooling. I think a lot more stuff dies off.
1: So what I've heard is global warming will lead to the melting of the polar caps, which will lead to the slowing down of the ocean because the... Um, regular water goes into the salt water and just fucks up everything, everything climate. And, and the whole system that we have like kind of slows down and, um, it's kind of like leads into global cooling. You can't come back from kind of thing. So I don't know. It's it's, I'm just throwing it out there. Like do you guys ever worry about, like, I don't think I'm going to worry in my lifetime, but I'm just saying like, you think there would be like, as a skier, that'd be fucking awesome. Right.
0: Global cooling?
1: Fuck yeah. It
0: seems like it in theory. We'll be that's also like, then, it's Mars. also like, too, when you think like, oh, you know what? If I dated one of those Instagram booty models, it'd probably be great. No, it would be probably miserable.
1: You know, uh, how, just many, like, how many people have thought they'd date the Kardashians and be like, better, right? Um. That's, what, that's, that's what Bruce thought. Then he became a chick. They ruin everybody. God,
0: have, have you guys seen um Kyle Dunnigan's Instagram? No. Oh my god. Kyle Dunnigan1 is like the number one is his Instagram. He does okay. all these like face swaps with the Kardashians Not and like really? Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner. It, it is one of the funniest goddamn things ever. Like there's one like Kim's, Kim's lost in her house. <laughs> She's like calling Caitlyn's <laughs> And he's like, there's a big white box here. And it's like your washing machine. he's like, I don't know what it does, but I put North in it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's fantastic. He does he does like the Kardashians, he does Trump. There's like Melania and Stormy Daniels.
1: Fantastic. <laughs> That's a good meetup. So, I don't know
0: what that had to do with global warming, but you know.
1: Hey, it was a good place to took us. just put it that way. Yeah.
0: All right, All right, next up. This is a weird, funky story that kind of came up last week. Uh, it was on BBC. A French skier who disappeared in Italy in 1954 is finally identified. Uh, how, do, how do
1: we identify somebody from that law?
0: I, I guess he was. Well, I mean, look at the, um, was it Lucy? That uh, that yeah, that human, like thousands of years ago, that was. Carbon dating. Yeah. Carbon dating this motherfucker? God damn <laughs> yeah, so they found his remains, uh, ski equipment, glasses on
1: eight track bomb and a fucking bullet. <laughs> they
0: found a picture of Dwight Eisenhower next to him and
1: where do they find him? Did they find him in a
2: cave or was he like just like out in this
0: Well they said they found his equipment, his remains and his glasses in two thousand and five in Italy's wow. Aosta region. But investigators were unable to identify the victim and in last month shared their findings on Facebook. A French family then matched the glasses to a relative, Henri Lemazne, which sparked a forensic investigation. The belongings were discovered about 10,000 feet up in the Alps near the Swiss border. God damn. And then there were some clues about the man's identity, such as clothing embroidered with initials and wooden skis, which at the time of use would have been expensive, but the investigators remained puzzled. He established that the remains belonged to the man who would have been about 1.75 meters tall and aged about 30, with the death likely to have occurred in the spring.
1: Mm, spring. Yeah. Spring skiing. So he was frozen then.
0: Well, they found his remains in 05. So, yeah, I guess it was frozen till then. And then, yeah, just using whatever evidence they had, putting it on Facebook, uh, they were able to put it together.
1: Yeah, yada. got to make sure you make the last lift. That's all I'm saying.
0: And it's crazy. His younger brother, who's 94, came forward with an email wow. describing
1: his brother. His hey, brother, 94? Damn. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Think about it this way. Back then... You didn't have a picture ID. They, you had an ID that described you, <laughs> like a license was like uh, your name, your date of birth, and that was it. Yeah, feet lived. I don't know. I they, think they, that speaks volumes.
2: I mean, his brother was ninety-four. He's probably a awesome. skier, he's probably a skier also.
0: Yeah, right. You gotta be active. That's what, that's what keeps you keeps you young. Just keep moving. Wow. Don't stop. Whew. crazy wow.
1: story though. So speaking about making the last lift, and not getting buried for like 90 <laughs> years, uh, Loveland skier <laughs> announced the name of their new lift after a naming contest. So <laughs> you guys like how to segue. <laughs>
0: hey, I'll give it to you. Hey, it's, it's the summer. It our, our brains
1: are all melting a little bit here. We're, we're summer stretching. Um, but anyway, so Loveland skier, they added a new high speed detachable, um, so and it's underway. So they're they're building it, and they did a whole contest to name it. So what they called it was Chet's Dream in honor of Chet R. Chet Upham Jr., um, which they're saying he had a vision uh, for Colorado that transcended uh, what others seen, and they're saying um, he became a partner in a Lovin Ski Tow uh, Company um, and immediately convinced other partners of his time to install what would be Loveland's first chairlift. So they're naming it after him, which is kind of cool. So this was ba- way back in 1956, when he had this discussion. Um, and then he bought out the other partners in 1972. And that's when he realized his potential. So then the family has owned and operated Loveland ski area since. So um, very cool. So they named it after um kinda kinda after him and the family and the legacy, but uh yeah, pretty cool to see. So Loveland is uh getting a new lift.
0: That's pretty cool, yeah.
1: Chet stream. I don't know if it's uh weird science. Maybe Oh uh, yeah, there it is. Loveland too. I'm thinking <laughs>
0: Bill Paxton, man, rest in
1: peace. Yeah, Bill Paxton, nice dirty fork sandwich served in a dirty ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bill Paxton's not with us anymore, right? It's fucked up. Yep. Okay,
0: we got one more story left. What? Did you guys hear that? Yeah, that thunder. Yeah, it's massive. Oh That's my god, thunder! Damn. Jeez,
2: I might not make it. <laughs> I get struck by. I'm going to start building an arc.
0: That's not a bad move. (laughs) All right. So we got one more story left. And this is actually from uh, ski.com. And it's from a Warren Miller post. And it originally was written in 2005, but they reposted it recently. And the article is called Hook'em. And it talks about the, want to get more people skiing. And Warren Miller said, make it more like a drug business. You know, get people hooked, you know, when you have beginners out there on the slopes, you know, make make the beginner area like a party area, you know, like have a bunch of uh, like fun stuff and extra rental gear and some cheap lunches, you know, get it like get it. So uh, people are going to want to hang out and want to get
1: better. Um, Entice people, make it marketable. (laughs) Like. Exactly. make people want to come back right
0: well they say you know drug dealers the first one's always free you know like make those first days like you know nice and cheap and
1: your and, first ski run is always free that should be the that should be the motto of every ski you place,
0: yeah make that first day free or give him a free lunch or you know free free hot dog soda a cup of coffee something um you know have you a to a to operate, free hot
1: dogs put that <laughs>
2: I agree. They should have midweek, you know, crazy midweek specials. I mean, they, they have the infrastructure. They're paying for everything. Just, you know, yeah. get people in there.
0: It's not really a loss to them at all. It costs, yeah. you know, for the, those food costs are a couple bucks, maybe. And if you can get people to keep coming back and spending, you know, $80, $100 on lift tickets, mm-hmm. it's such a worthwhile
1: investment. Even the rentals, why are rentals so expensive? Like yeah. for a new person that doesn't have their own gear, rentals yeah. should be the least you're paying for a lift ticket. You know what, and like the, should be,
0: the garbage no. you get as like the rental equipment. I exactly. mean, it's almost like two rentals pays for all that gear, you know, like it, it costs that lifetime. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There you so go. really, you got to rent. Um, you can't rent at the
1: resort. You really can't, especially in the nearest or it should be so totally cheap to rent at the resort. It should be just the cheapest thing in the world, you know?
0: Yeah. It should be like, if you're buying already an $80 lift ticket, you know, charge five bucks. 10 bucks to rent the stuff and you get a free, you know, like a free soda or a free, you know, snack at the end.
1: Here's a weird part. You go, if you, if you go, cause I used to rent when I started and uh, I tell you what, you, you go to like a local area near the, the place that you're going to ski and a place to to rent on premise is probably like when you're talking about 10 or 15 bucks difference, it should be so much lower and it's usually higher. And you rent from a local place that's a little bit cheaper. Like that skier should be giving it away with the, with the lift ticket. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. If, if they really wanted to be smart about it, that's what they would do.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know, I
2: mean, sports teams did that. Um, there's some sports teams that just be like, you know what? We're just going to blow it out. We're going to do $10 tickets. I think uh, Cincinnati did that because they weren't, they weren't filling the obligation. So they had to black out the television um, they had to black out the television Yeah, um, when they were, yeah. yeah, were going to be on TV. That's Tampa Rays up until last year.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, right. So you know what? Give them away. Give them away for $10. Get people excited. Get people to go to the stadium. They're going to spend money on beer. They're going to buy shirts. They're going to do all that. Dude, how do
1: you grow fans? Give away to kids, schools, like people that are going to follow you being like, I remember a game, you know, that, that's exactly it. This is what you want to be for skiing. You want to remember like, I went skiing. It was so awesome. You don't want to be like, I went skiing. It was such a shit show because I couldn't afford this. And this was so expensive and how to do this. Like, no, it should be all kind of like packaged together and like a better experience.
2: I yeah. I, I totally would. Yeah. I'll tell you what though, the whole addiction, the whole addiction idea It has to be fun. So it's not just about being, you know, midweek, you know, half price lift ticket. Make it fun. Uh, Have a band outside, Um, you know. So what
1: got you addicted, Steve? Because I know you're a rabid skier. I know what got me. What got you? What got me? What got got me? A moment or time or something got you going, right?
2: I think the ability to go midweek actually believe it or not i I, uh, I was I worked 45 minutes in Mountain Creek started snowboarding and I was able to bust out of work normal time five o'clock get out there by 5 45 and just every single week I was on the mountain every single week you know one day two days a week on the mountain and uh and i tell you what it was empty nice. I would be up there for a couple hours you know sometimes you would hit a night when there was high school uh kids up there and uh you know honestly they're just fun to watch because they're nuts <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're doing jumps that, that you know when i grew up they, they would they would take away my whiff ticket <laughs> and now they have these ridiculous jumps that they're doing that the resorts are putting the jumps out there like sure do more big jumps That's and i fun. think that was it you know it was it was being able to go like every single week and during the week, not even on the weekends and, uh, just getting a ton of runs in that, uh, made me every single year, just so psyched for, uh, for ski season.
1: That's awesome. I say for me, I got hooked when it was a, a feeling of total freedom. You do whatever you want. You're up there in the middle of nowhere. And you just, you just go, you know, how about you, Brian?
0: Yeah, same kind of thing. Just that um that feel of the the cold, the air, the speed. And again, yeah, that, that freedom. You know, like how often you think about everywhere you go, you got speed limits, you got people in the way, and when you when you're out there on your skis, your speed limit is defined by your courage. You know, you can go as fast as you want as long as you as long as you can stomach it. You know, and that's such a, a rare, beautiful thing.
2: I would say I think you just nailed that the speed is uh exhilarating.
0: It's addicting. Yeah.
2: And that's that's where I'll go back to skiing and I'll be like, holy shit, I'm so much faster on skis.
0: <laughs> Than snowboard?
2: Yeah. You're just looking straight down. You're just
0: looking down the mountain
2: and you're just flying. You know, versus looking over your shoulder.
1: And you can still go fast, but so you're saying you have to go on steeper when you go snowboard? Um, I mean, look, snowboarders can go
2: pretty darn fast, but I think in general, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a different feeling of bombing down a hill. Better straight, when it's steep, right? Straight. You're just looking straight and you're just bombing it. Whereas in a snowboard, you're not looking straight. You can't. You have to be looking over your right shoulder or your left shoulder, depending on if you're regular or goofy. So It's a different feeling, the speed.
0: Nice. A little more unnatural on a snowboard versus skis.
2: Go ahead. We're all in the little dig.
0: Well, no, is it true? Because think about it. Do you walk sideways? No, you walk straight ahead. And when you're skiing, you're straight ahead.
1: Well, yeah. You kind of walk a little sideways, right? Just a little yeah, when you're when you're skipping, you're
2: a little sideways.
0: <laughs> you're tiptoeing through the tulips there. You're a little sideways.
2: Skipping, skipping's
1: fun. Yeah, I skip down the tree all the time. <laughs> I'm a skipping motherfucker. They're like you're the clear water motherfucker that skips everywhere.
2: I mean, when you're uh when you're playing racquetball, you go a little side to side, you know, basketball players side to side. Yeah, I don't
1: play basketball.
2: When you're playing outfield like Aaron Judge, you, you know, you're looking straight forward, but you're going side to side. Aaron Judge
0: is doing a whole lot of nothing right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, in his one year, he was highlighted with the Yankees. <laughs> hell of a rookie year.
0: Yeah. All right. So with that, let's roll into the main topic here. And uh, so, Steve, we have you on because you have just – acquired a new toy and let's hear about it. So now what is this? This is the, uh, the one wheel.
2: Yes. It's a, it's a one wheel uh, by a company called future motion. Um, I have to say, I, uh, I, I saw this company, I guess it was over a little over three years ago on Kickstarter and uh, they got funding and uh, they're on their third generation. Uh, wow. so one wheel one. Then they had the one wheel plus, which made a tremendous amount of improvements. The one wheel plus um will go six miles. Uh uh, then you need to recharge it. And then the one wheel plus XR, which is you know the one I had to buy, uh, that all go 16 miles
1: uh on a, on a charge. Um so let's back up and say, like, so what is a one wheel? Like if I'm looking out and like how do I know somebody's wearing a like riding one wheel versus like some other like single wheel bullshit, right? All right. So it's, um, so it's essentially, uh, it looks
2: like a skateboard. Uh, the only difference is instead of having wheels on the right side and say the left side or the front and the back and four wheels, this has one giant go-kart tire. And actually they, they use that wheel is fucking uh, huge. They use go-karts yeah it's a, literally it's it's a vega which is a go-kart tire wow. i used to race go-karts uh when i was in high school and um so this is like a racing tire this is a racing tire it's Get thick rubber um it's uh rounded on the sides and what's really amazing about it is it you know th- there's powered skateboards out there
1: and, oh yeah uh, we saw
2: them it, there's those unicycle uh powered um bikes as well so it's this is. This is not about you know getting from point A to point B. This thing is so much fun. You 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 have so much fun riding this thing. I uh, you know so when I when I bought it I bought the XR I was on the waiting list for for probably about four or five months. Are you shitting?
1: I literally waited for in, that one.
2: I actually woke up in the middle of the night thinking about it.
1: i remember you talking about it and i was like i saw a video because i guess they had a promo video or the kickstarter video and i was like that looks fucking awesome if it's real because that was my caveat i was like if it's real if it really works the way it does yeah it's a you know it's um all right so to describe
2: it so um so the xr you can you could take about uh, you know, 18 miles actually. So I mean, that's really anywhere where you want to go. Uh, it has regenerative um, braking. So when you go downhill, you actually are charging the battery. Wow. So it's like badass Tesla, Tesla type of technology there. Um, it, uh, it really maneuvers like a snowboarder. My wife's cousin was in town last weekend. She was never on a one wheel before. She's been a snowboarder for many years. She actually used to teach. I told her some basic things she has to do. She jumped on it and just nailed it. Just, and smiles on her face. She's like, I I can't even believe this thing. This thing's incredible. Wow. So, I mean, it, it, you know, you do toe turns, you do uh, heel turns. Um, What's really, you know, this is where you could tell they got some funding. And and, uh, so I guess just a little bit about the company. So the inventor is a California dude, uh, from Santa Cruz. And they're really all about, uh, being California dreamed and being manufactured in California. Um, of course there's already a China knockoff.
1: Um,
2: and it's a third of the price and it's a complete piece of shit. And, uh,
0: not cheap, these devices.
2: No, they're not. And, um, you know, I did contact them and, uh, I told them about the surfing community in Jersey, which a lot of people would surprise you how big the surfing community is in New Jersey.
0: You see a lot of people out there. There's I, a ton. I was really surprised. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a ton. Yeah. Where you live. Absolutely. And you, in, um, you know, people are getting up there, getting out there early. Um, you know, surfing isn't just about big waves. And, you know, there's a misconception there because we always see the magazine and these big waves and Jersey has a really huge, uh, surfing community. And I had contacted the folks at one wheel and I said, well, if you know, I'm going to buy one of these things and I'm going to bring this to the Jersey coast and people are going to go crazy. Yeah. I had, I had, I have had people follow me, you know, stop me and say, what is that? I've never seen anything like it. Um, and, uh, you know, the guys at one wheel are pretty smart. You know, you, you buy it and they give you business cards that say one wheel. <laughs> and, uh, if you want to carry them with you, you can just hand them out. Here it is, you know, going to the website. Um, I thought that they should have had a loyalty program because I think I could have referred about a hundred people to them. <laughs> um, because, you know, you know, I can't shut off my business sense, but you know, the barrier of entry or, or, or the issue is it's $1,800 for the XR.
0: $1,800,
1: yeah. $1,800. That It's not
2: you, cheap. And you you have no opportunity to try it. Like I had no opportunity to try it. I just had to say, I think this looks cool. I'm a snowboarder. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to do this thing. There's $1,800. Let's see what wow. happens.
1: But you got a good deal for eighteen hundred, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> so what I did do. If they didn't hear us on this podcast, they should have given you a better deal. So on your second one, they should give you a better deal. I could have sold.
2: I could have sold twenty five of these if if I wanted to take my one wheel and and let people demo it.
1: I was ready to buy one
2: just on your recommendation. <laughs> Because what, you know, what I did, because I was apprehensive, you know, the, the regular one was 1200, the, the XR was 1800. Um, there you was a the
0: Kickstarter didn't have like some sort of special deal.
2: You know, I didn't jump on it at, at you know, three years ago. If I did, I'm sure it would have, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually really glad I didn't because they, moved, they made vast improvements. Um, the one wheel plus and the XR, uh, they're app based, they have, um, four or five different riding modes. Um, it is, uh, they have the ability to balance it side by side. Hmm. So wow. I guess to understand it, it's almost like you have a bigger board, like pretend you're on a, like a a balance board, right? A balance beam.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, that's say four inches, that's a balance beam. So that's like pretty wobbly versus a balance board that say is like 12 inches. Oh wow. So uh so when you first start out you could set it on something called sequoia and the and the one wheel feels really solid and it's solid on pavement um but then as you as you get a better at better riding and you say hey you know i want to carve more i want to like i want to really get into this and uh you know really lean forward really lean back they have uh, a next mode called mission and then finally they have one called uh delirium Delirium is like a free fall. That board will go anywhere. And that's for off road. That's for when you're on dirt, that's where, you know, if you want to go from pavement and you you see a grass hill and you just want to crush it, you just do a quick toe turn, you hit, you go up the hill, the board will go left. It'll go right. It'll move wherever you want to move. Um, so that's like the ultimate, um, where you end up getting to once you feel more comfortable. Um so really like the the technology is sick, so you are getting a lot for money, uh, and, and it helps you progress and it helps with your confidence. Um, so I had my my daughter on it, and I put it in the lowest one, so she was the most stable, and just gave her a tremendous amount of confidence that she was able to like hop on it and go. Nice. nice. Yeah.
0: Now how do you control the different modes?
2: Um, so what's cool about it is again, you know, if you want to compare it to things that are out there, there there have been powered surf, uh, skateboards for many years. Uh, they have a handle, they have a button. You have to, you have to hit the button to go. You have to hit the button to stop. Um, you know, you don't have to have anything in your hand at all. Um, you just lean forward or push your foot, your front foot forward. Um, and it'll go. And, you put a little more pressure and it just freaking goes, it goes, it goes 20 miles an hour.
0: Wow. Wow. Um, That's pretty suggestive. Yeah.
2: I mean, it goes, I mean, I, I, uh, you know, we, we have the, we have the place in Seaside park and and I'll go on a family bike ride and I'm on a one wheel and I'm like, catch me. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Um, so the modes to answer your question, you, um, you could change the modes. Uh, you have to come to pretty much a standstill. And it's app-based, so you could you could change it on your smartphone. Um, there is one mode that is particularly for uh, very very steep hills, and that's called elevation. And then what that allows the board to do is you don't have to put as much pressure; the the front end doesn't have to be down as much to have uh, greater speed. Um, and that's uh and that's great because I can imagine you know they're going to sell these things in San Francisco. company again it's you know it's completely created out of california just like the skateboard was created out of california just like rollerblading came from california you know the one wheel is to me the next evolution of california um that's an evolution in sports so it's uh it's it's really really cool and um i've only owned it for a month i haven't fallen yet (laughs) <laughs> sweet uh, you, you know
1: it is funny oh, you, you don't it, ever want to fall man well you
2: know it is funny though like what makes it fun and also you know it's a little bit of that adrenaline rush uh, like we feel skiing and snowboarding you know this thing is four inches off the ground you know when you're on there you're you're off the ground so which know, is why you could also go over a lot of stuff right yeah like a powered skateboard if you hit a rock and your skateboard stops you're, you're fine. like you're at like two inches off the ground, and then you you what they what they call it is running it out. You going like run out. You're not really going to run out this thing, you know, because you're, you're pretty high off the ground. So when you if you fall off of it, you're gonna you know you're gonna be in the air. Um, that being said, like you said, Mario, it um I go from I whip up my driveway and I just crush right into my grass. I just hit the grass, and the more speed you you have, the easier it is. It just pops right over everything. Wow. Uh, I've actually gone off of a curb. It's kind of funny. You just kind of, yeah, you, know, you got to bend your knees because you're, you're not strapped in like a snowboard. <laughs> so it is kind of funny. Like you'll, you'll go off a curb, the tires, almost like a fat tire, bike tire, right? Like fat tire, bike tires are, you know, a little bouncy and you kind of bounce up a little bit and you just, you know, you just stay stable on it. So it's, it's cool. Uh, for me, um, you know i've been on the blogs i've been on the forums and i'm looking for i'm looking for more people in jersey that uh that ride the one wheel um because i think it would be a ton of fun to get like five or six guys just like crushing a park
0: there's actually a couple dealers in jersey it looks like down the shore I'm looking right now
1: like where where they are around me Ski yeah bar. yeah you know what they wouldn't demo it really
2: <laughs> no so
1: oh, it's
2: the coolest guy, uh, this guy, Ed, he was a surfer. Uh, he actually, I think started surf taco years ago.
1: Oh, really?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And he was selling the one wheel, uh, the one wheel plus, which is the six mile, uh, range. And I went over to his place and he let me try it out. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying it out. I'm trying the different, um, uh, different modes. And, you know, I was pretty uneasy on it and, you know, but I, but by trying it, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I can, I can do this. This is, is going to be fun. Um, but if I couldn't try it, I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger.
0: See, that's a tough thing. Yeah. Cause I mean, you think something like this, it's based on what you've been saying, it seems like it's one of those things when you try it, you you fall in love with it, but yeah, yeah. not being able to, you kind of might be a little apprehensive about it. So it's one You're of those things. Your like, ass, right? Yeah, it's one of those things like if you do get the chance to, to test it out, to try it, it it's probably going to sell itself.
2: Here's the thing. If you like snowboarding, <laughs> there's nothing not to like. You're going to absolutely love this thing. Wow. You're going to absolutely love it. Um, it's, there's, it's like, it's honestly like uh, if, you're off, if you're on grass, it's like snowboarding and powder because you're kind of going back and forth. You know, if you're on pavement, it's like snowboarding on corduroy. Right.
1: um,
2: you know, it's, um, and I, and I'm just in the beginning of it, I'm, I'm starting to, uh, you know, there, there's, there's, you know, obviously tons of different tricks that you could try on it that, uh, you know, I'm still learning on it, but, uh, it has that Zen feeling of a snowboard, um, you know, carving back and
1: forth. So if you get the feel for this, what's to stop you from doing that everywhere? Oh, just just everywhere yeah like in a suit just like ride around town like yeah fuck it i'm i'm bored i'm going to board to my next meeting
2: honestly you could once you get uh once you get better at it like i've
1: uh and and, and
2: once you get sponsored of course exactly (laughs) uh you know i see those uh those unicycle powered wheels in new york city
1: yeah.
2: And they seem to be a little bit um easier. You know, you're 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 going really? forward, you're stepping forward. Uh they we have
1: those we saw those in Seattle. Remember like walking around
0: with uh... Oh yeah. Well so those that whatever. Is that what that's called? Like the little It's like a little wheel,
1: single wheel on the side, but you're like you're straddling the wheel, where you're like on the other, you're you're on a snowboard style of wheel, which is different.
2: Yeah, so I mean, it's a different, it's definitely a different experience. Uh, Those are definitely not made for off road. I don't think you're, you know, you're going to be staying on the on the pavement. Uh, You know, you're certainly going to go up and down sidewalks with them because you have to. And I've, I've seen people do that, but the one wheel. The difference is when you see grass and when you see a hill and you're on a one wheel, you're like, oh, "I want to kill that, nice. Okay. <laughs> I want to go up there. I want to see what this thing can do." On, uh, you know, on, on those other things, you can be like, "Oh, I'm to stay away from that." Yeah, yeah. Really. You, you kind of give your man carding for for wearing for driving one of those, right? but that's what was tough so i i tried out the 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 one wheel plus it was i know i could buy it for 1200 he would have sold it to me for a thousand i could have saved a couple hundred bucks but um i ended up going all the way up to the 1800 oh, one nice uh which i had to wait for uh,
1: is better like you want the mileage like it's the battery is, is the biggest deal right yeah, they, they made actually what it, what it was, was they made a lot of upgrades.
2: You know, it's, it's wow. like Tesla yeah. where they when they come up with a better version, it's just all better. Um, the motor uh, doesn't get as hot. Uh, oh. That's one of the reasons why the battery lasts longer. They didn't just put a bigger battery on the one wheel plus. They they really looked at everything. They, they saw that there was a, you know, that there was a, a heat issue. They resolved the heat issue. I don't know if it's a bigger motor. Uh, I think it is. Um, and then, you know, a little bit bigger battery. So overall, it's just all around a, a better, it's a better one wheel. So I thought, you know what, if I'm if I'm plunging in, it's not like 1200, it's nothing. And I decided decide to go all in and you know what? I like to go from my place to Ortley Beach, which is five miles away and, you know, so that's 10 miles right there and I don't have to worry about recharging it that's really nice
0: yeah that's pretty sweet i like to how it uh on the site they have their accessories and they have that uh that sling pack so you know say once you're at your destination yeah. you can throw it in that bag and throw it on your back and you know have it have it protected and taken care of which is cool
1: and that was that was the
2: you know and that's oh, i think something that things that people yeah. are going to think about you know do i just pay 1200 bucks i can get it right away and i can just get a sling pack which is basically a battery backup um, I thought of that, but but I really got sold on all the improvements they made to the XR. So, I was like, you know, I'm just going for it. Nice.
1: And, and I thought to myself, you know what? You deserve it. Huh. Uh, you deserve it. Exactly why I bought the... Um...
0: You've come a long way, baby.
1: <laughs> now, so when, when Steve bought his... Uh, not the last bicycle, which your bike is awesome. Um, but his first big road bike, big, big boy buy, um, I think like the whole story is, uh, you were in there in the store and the, the guy's selling you and you're like, you know, it's like, this is great. It's graphite. It's lighter weight. And that's like everything. And then what were you, what were you torn on?
2: <laughs> so yeah, I get this carbon fiber bike. I already spent more than I thought I should have spent. I was a little stressed, but it was a nice bike. And then I see these these carbon fiber bottle holders.
1: Oh boy. Hold <laughs> now, your
2: bottle. A normal bottle holder is like $2.99. <laughs> <laughs> these were $49.50.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you saw a
1: bottle holder and you, need two of them. <laughs> and you need two
2: of them. And you need two of them. And I'm looking. I'm like, wow! It would really look sexy on that bike. And,
0: and think of the weight done. savings. Exactly. There's a legitimate weight,
2: saving, oh, about, totally. <laughs> a legitimate weight savings. Weight saving of about,
1: you know, 100 ounces. <laughs> and anybody that rides a bike knows the 100 ounces is eat less, and that's the 100 ounces. I don't right. even know. <laughs> Could you know, shave your-, it's your Probably 30 <laughs> <laughs> ounces. ounces. Shave your Yeah. Right.
2: And the, and the salesman looks at me and he's like, you deserve it. You bro. How do you argue with that? Do you look back at him and say, no, I don't. I'm actually a bad man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Ring me up. Ring up now. All right. Okay, so you know what?
0: Did you ever regret it though?
2: Uh, y- those bottle holders? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs>
1: That's why I bring it up because he regrets it every time. I'm like, yes. You should Ooh. never regret it. Uh, who the fuck
2: pays $100 for two bottle holders? You do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, hold on. A second. You do. Who else? <laughs> Nobody else. Well, maybe. There's a lot of people that do pay a lot of stuff. I'm
0: sure that salesman, like the owner of the store, is like, dude, if you can sell those freaking stupid-ass carbon fiber <laughs> bottle holders, I'll freaking pay your
1: mortgage. Like well,
2: Here's the best part. So, you know, I, am always about giving people credit. Right. And, and I talked, I ended up meeting the owner and I said, "Oh, you know, your salesperson, I think his name was, uh, I don't know, Eric, like, you know, he was a really good guy, he really took care of me. I appreciate the thoroughness. He knew the product. Well, uh, you know, he really, you know, he really steered me in the right direction for what I wanted. And, uh, and I said, you know, and he, and, and when it came down to those carbon fiber <laughs> bottle over, bottle holders, you know, he told me I deserve it. And and then and the owner was like, well, um, that's that's my line. That that's what I tell people. I'm oh. like, ah, oh, you, you just ruined it.
1: Uh, it's you, a whole sales pitch. Like you yeah, just pitched.
2: ruined it. Are you telling me that like that's part of your Sunday morning like pitch or your Saturday morning pitch? Like, all right,
1: Rara chat. That was the weekly huddle. That was the huddle, dude. You get huddled tonight, I'm like
0: YDT you deserve this
2: <laughs> that's right all right guys IDT remember remember all
1: right on three IDT, right. IDT. <laughs> oh man second place it says knives
0: <laughs> put uh, the water bottle down <laughs> <laughs>
2: the one wheel, the one wheel, I I said, I deserve this. I, I did secretly, you know, you know, think, think that I was really getting it from my daughter.
0: (laughs) Oh, that card. Nice. But
2: But I have to say it's a, it's, it's a, it's a better head turner than a Ferrari.
0: I, mean, I For 13-year-old boys.
2: I go, down the bull, I go down the boulevard and it's awesome. like... All the 13-year-old girls are like, whoa, what's that?
0: Yeah. I bet Taylor Swift would date a guy like that.
1: I think she would. Yeah. Now it's in range, though. Damn, it is bro. really
0: cool, though. Like, again, it'd be awesome if it was something you could go, okay, I'm going to rent this for a week and just like cruise around and check it out. Um, it well, Laura, that they would sell a lot more if that was something that was available it's even
1: better if I was going to go visit somebody next month and just try to ride it <laughs> even better right. so I what saw, shit uh, have you ridden over that's like have you gone over ridiculous shit can you go over like logs like and a, stuff like, like a, yeah, a hobo I'm, person. <laughs> can you go bum riding yeah, <laughs> in seaside heights with that kind a of hobo <laughs> obstacle course <laughs> that's right jersey shore person's passed out are you riding right over them or what
0: right over there, hey, guy bro
1: <laughs> you got air bro you're slapping him in the face and going 20 miles an hour away <laughs> <laughs> they can't catch you. they go about 10 like with the arms going <laughs> uh, i'll get you bro i'll get you
2: yeah so uh i'm gonna give you a lesson
1: all right nice. we will definitely
0: have the gopro out for that
1: yeah well i have some videos so um I don't know if you want me to put it online, but maybe you can put it with the show notes or on our Instagram account. Just uh, we'll chuck it on there here if you're up with that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I made two videos. Uh, you could put both of them or one of them, whichever way you want. Uh, I thought it was uh, interesting. Um, you know, my daughter doesn't snowboard and and really after 15 minutes, you could really, uh, literally 15 minutes. She's uh, never snowboarded either? Not a snowboarder. Um, the day before... Uh we had her on rollerblades for the first time. Oh and wow. This is easier. That's what's crazy. This thing crazy. is so much easier than rollerblading.
0: Was that yeah. because it's mechanical? Or you know, it's self
2: it's self-balancing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
2: if you've ever stood on a bozo ball, uh it's a similar
1: feeling.
0: Oh really? Stop what are you yeah. saying?
1: Roller blades and skates are kind of for homos. <laughs> I'm I'm pro homo, so I am you not know, means. It's just saying. Uh, I just gotta say because I don't prize a pink skater.
0: <laughs> Listen, I've heard every single joke in the book. <laughs> Are you am a roller player. Or not? I've played roller hockey for like okay. 25 years.
1: That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Right. We call him Rolling Thunder on this podcast.
0: That's that's my roller derby name, actually.
1: <laughs> rolling Thunder. <laughs> Johnny's coming through. You're like the guy that they swing shot, right?
0: <laughs> That's me. I'm the guy at the end of the whip. Yeah,
1: the whip. Oh, Call him the whip.
2: Oh. Sorry. There's a, there's a place in Asbury Park for you, Brian. Oh, See, the, you had to go there.
0: Is it the Asbury there. Hotel?
2: <laughs> no, they roared derby there. Do they really? Yeah, you don't know. Come on.
0: No, I, I oh, I'm, I'm looking up right now. I didn't get the memo.
1: I you have to go out to watch Roller. Every- oh, they have that for years.
0: Nice. All right. So anything else you want to add about the, uh, the one, the one wheel? Um, <laughs> no, uh, the only,
2: the other thing I would add is, uh, and, and I, and again, I give these guys a lot of credit, even though they wouldn't hire me as a rep. Uh, <laughs> jury's still on that well, I, I take it out it's the first week i'm at the beach and uh i was curious about this house this house is being built and I'm, i want to take a closer look and i thought to myself you know what that's a construction site there could be um there could be debris on the road so i'm not gonna i'm like three i'm literally uh, uh two blocks away i'm like nah. i'm not gonna go near it and i turn it around and i um i, I go you know, uh, a few blocks away and I'm going up and down these different blocks and I hear this, I hear this noise. So I stop and I look, I'm like, holy shit. There's this giant staple from that would staple a pallet together. And it is jammed right into my one wheel and and you can't change the tire yourself. You have to send it back to California to have the tire changed.
0: Oh, that's I mean, a pain in the ass.
2: because you could take it apart. It, you know, the engine's in the hub. You got to do this, and I'm so sitting. It's
1: there, not releasable. This thing is built into the whole what, contraption.
2: Yeah, I mean the whole. So the engine's in the hub, and the tire's all around it, and uh, of course it's sealed. It's it's water resistant. You could spray it with a hose. You can go through puddles. Wow. So I mean, it's you know, it's a serious thing. And now there are people that will try. It's
0: to- not
1: amphibious. Right, right. That means you could shoot with your left, your right hand, right?
2: Yeah, that's like, that's like a, it's like he's talking about a little different. <laughs> You're talking about ambidextrous. <laughs> um, I
1: love that basketball anyhow,
2: Who, is that? Who is that? I pull out. Park? I pull out the staple because I'm I'm screwed. I, I, I pull it out, and this, and I hear a little bit of noise, and I'm like, fuck. And then I see this green goop come out, totally self sealed itself that's it oh, i was like really something in there self-sealing and then i i wiped oh, away the wow. green
1: i'm like oh my god i don't hear any air because huh. the like, they have that slime stuff that they put in like you know know what? What? is that the same kind of that's why
2: I, and then i just kept on driving i've been riding on it since i didn't even put any more air it's perfect
1: Nice. that's really cool yeah so it's pretty, it's pretty
2: undestructible. I mean, I, you know, I've fallen a few times, like just jumping off of it. And I've flipped it over a few times. It's, it's strong. Wow. Very cool. I wish them well. I, I hope they do well. I think they have a cool product.
0: Nice. And yeah, to get more information on it, you can check out onewheel.com. They actually have a summer sale going on right now where you can save a hundred bucks off a one wheel. And right now, only five days of current wait for the XR. That's what? awesome. I mean, no, that is awesome. Too bad.
2: Uh, yeah, I had to wait a couple months. And, uh, yeah, it, and listen, either one of these are fine. If I bought a second one, uh, I would buy the
1: regular one wheel. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So, on a side link, uh, New Jersey is going to have September 22nd, they're having a roller derby extravaganza, just so you guys know, in March now.
0: Oh, fantastic. I will mark my calendar. Mark it. All right, so we'll have the links in the show notes uh, if you want to check it out uh, for One Wheel and the video uh, Steve created. And you can check it out at skibonepodcast.com. Under.
2: The Ropes.
1: Mario, you want to start us off? I'm going to start us off with somebody that's like a hidden baller for doing some shit that he's doing. So, uh, Philippines President Rodrigo Duarte um, oversaw the destruction of 68 smuggled luxury vehicles and motorcycles on Monday. Now, well, I think that's a baller's fuck move. I don't like him, but... I think the fact that you can be like, yeah, just crush this Lamborghini, just crush this Ducati and give a shit. You know what I mean? Uh, so he's saying vehicles have been smuggled into the country from the U S and their combined value reported by CNN was $5.5 million, which is about what maybe two and a half, um, two and a half really high end cars. Like, I don't know. So, uh, what they did is uh, breaking up the contraband vehicles is proof that these operations will not be allowed here. Um, so they actually had a bulldozer out, made a big deal of it with the, with the luxury vehicles and they like smashed them and just crushed them all. Um, it's kind of kind of cool if you like destruction of like stuff. Um, he's still kind of a dick, but eh, whatever. He was sending a message the way he did it. Send a message. Hey, you got to respect them so for sending fair. a message, right? Yeah, right. But uh, all I got to say is, you know, next time, President Duarte, you want to send a message, take all those vehicles, give them to skibumpodcast.com. Just send yeah, me a seriously. message. I'll pick them up. I'll find a way to get them over here and I will take care of them for we you. We will
0: unsmuggle them for you.
1: That's right they will be com. that's right they'll be used as like gold digger bait like you know it's cleaning up the world in a whole whole different view that's right <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big fan of those gold digger um bait traps that they ever have yeah right I think mean, half of them are fake but you know like, they make me feel happy still
0: so. uh, yeah, there's some really nice cars that they're that's just crazy, throwing man.
1: here it's almost to the point where you're like, I understand what you're doing, but hold hold on a sec.
0: Come on, man.
1: <laughs> That's like a collector, man. That's, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Ugh, real... While it's right, it's just not right. And if you really had to go that level, just call us up, man. We'll help you out. We'll help you up. Right.
0: All right. <laughs> Next up, another interesting story. Bulgarian man bags world record for swimming in a sack.
1: (laughs) I didn't know there was a goddamn world record.
0: So this dude is kind of like a Houdini. He's like Bulgaria's answer to Houdini and Michael Phelps combined. The swim instructor, a lifeguard, and an adventurer, Yane Petkov, he swam 3380 meters with his hands and feet tied while fully wrapped
1: inside a sack dude has this by has this guy got gotten caught by like the mafia before like really like how do you practice for that
0: i mean you're really gonna have at least two or three people kind of around you to help you even get tied up
1: and you're gonna have like a you probably have like a a lot of shitty bets like you owe a lot of people money and you're used to it you're like yeah i can do that better than anybody. that's
0: fucked up it's a it's a very strange record and he uh he's 64 years old And he beat the former record, which was 3,071 meters, Uh, but that was not in a sack.
1: Wow. But that's without dying. See, that's the thing, without being dead. Yeah. So what do you think, Michael Phelps, the A or N on this? Uh, Nay. You put Phelps in a sack. I want to see this race. This old man that's a professional tied swimming in a sack versus Michael Phelps. He's I think sack. it would be a pretty even race. He's the sack master, yeah. That's right. I think it would be pretty even. That's a level setting right there.
0: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. So congratulations, sir.
1: How about the Olympics, but like
0: pet hang, the
1: that's handcuffed, like, butterfly. It's, kind of like, it's like an X
0: Games thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, that's right. It's like, it's like Big tying
0: Air. People right? up, yeah, they'll have shark in there. Yeah.
1: Wild card. It's like Big Air. They would never do that in the Olympics now. Boom, part of the Olympics. That's right. I like it. It's gonna. It's gonna happen. I say they just like handcuffs or like chains or whatever, and then chuck them in. It's like the Houdini swim. That's fucked up. All
0: right, next up.
1: All right, next up, we got we got a Costco, and we got a lot of old people, and we have an afternoon where all of a sudden in Greenville, South Carolina, seventy a 72-year-old man, cuts in line and took some cheese and walked off. Now, <laughs> you would think that's not that big of a deal. A gangster move. But in South Carolina, this shit don't go down. This is a right to hold your, hold your zone state. This motherfucker, asked, after the 70-year-old moved in the line for free samples of cheeseburgers, police said the man saw the 72-year-old approaching. And what do you think happened? 70 versus 72. They don't give a shit about age at this point. It's mano a mano. So the 70-year-old was still upset about being cut off uh, on the cheese line. He's not getting cut off in a burger line. So he said, he got in front of him, and he said, well, because he knew he would just get in line, cut the line anyway. And the 72-year-old man responded by saying, I'll do it again. I'll do it again, motherfucker. He, he called him out and he said, you're a jerk. What do you think happened? Now, this is this is like a dialogue that you would think was written by a five-year-old, but this is actually what happened. Huh. So, 70-year-old in the side of his head, he, uh, the 72-year-old hit the 70-year-old in the right side of his head and caused his hat and glasses to get knocked off. So... Now I think uh, shit was going down.
0: All that so, for some free sample cheese.
1: <laughs> so, so uh, I'm gonna like you know summarize this. So there's a blur of a Hawaiian shirt. There's a blur of a hat. All I know is shit's going down in the Costco because somebody had cut in lines some cheese and burgers. That's what I'm saying. Oof. Bottom line is. They're talking about they're going to get surveillance footage from Costco to help with the investigation because there's an investigation launch now because people can't be civilized getting free samples at Costco.
0: Seriously, wait your goddamn turn. That's fucked up, man.
1: That's brutal. Hashtag sad, South Carolina. Hashtag sad, Costco. You're better than
0: that, South Carolina. You know it and I know it. Damn.
1: It's free. It's free. Just, just stay in line like everybody else. Yeah.
0: All right, we got one more story to wrap up this week, and it's a gross one. So hold on to your hats.
1: You can't get grosser than this, bro.
0: Hold on to your Jimmy hats, that is. (laughs) Yes, there are people who wash and reuse condoms, and the CDC wants them to
1: stop. Are you fucking shitting me? Like in America? Like other countries? What are we talking about?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Uh, They said that, you know what, condoms are one-hit wonders, like toilet paper or cupcake wrappers. If you think this suggestion is too obvious, consider the fact that the Centers for Disease Control, that beleaguered bastion of health advice, recently felt the need to tweet it out. We say it because people do it, they wrote. Don't wash or reuse condoms. Use a fresh one each sex act. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Could you imagine what kind of, like, gross collection of, like, STDs and and poop and (laughs) other little bits or an old condom that you're reusing? Like, I wonder what the record is. Now, we have the guy with the record for the longest swim while tied up in a sack. That's impressive. Is there a record for the most number of times a condom has been reused?
1: That's not impressive. All I gotta say is, that's fucked up. Like, what do you think? It's like a... uh, like just a piece of plastic you wash it off like oh yeah it's washes it. put it back on using, like,
0: like some palm olive to like uh clean it up
1: let me just put it this way if you're gonna launder your condom and you're gonna reuse it i guarantee almost guaranteed that you're not the type of person that is gonna wash that very well <laughs> <It's-> <laughs>
0: That's a really good point. Yeah, you're probably just going to like, you know, spit in it in a little cold water and dump it yeah, out.
1: I shook it out. It's good, right?
0: And where do you hang it to dry? Like, do you put it in the sun?
1: I don't know. It's right the back in the pocket, right? The, the pocket's got jizz, snot, whatever else is in there, like ass, hairs, like whoever knows. Oh, that's horrible, man. That
0: is, that is pretty bad. God damn. I do not like, approve of that at then all. Do
1: they shake it out? Do they rinse it? Do they put soap?
0: There's a hairdryer to, like, blow it out. Looks <laughs> like one of those, like, wind sacks at the airport.
1: That's right. Like, driving down the road, they put it on, like, the antenna to, like, air out or something. Or a few of them. Just to, you know, I, I do my laundry all at once. We do it weekly. Like, you know, what, what's the protocol there? That's pretty yeah. fucked up. I, I can't believe, like, the CDC is concerned about this. That means it's, like, a really bad problem. It's an epidemic that's fucked up man I
0: hate mean, I people want to save money I, I totally understand that but you know what let's uh, maybe cancel your Netflix subscription first before you start reusing condoms
1: oh the CDC calls it an epidemic so an epidemic is quote unquote a widespread occurrence of of inspect ins- infectious disease so that's not like an uncommon or an occasional that is a widespread that means a lot of fucking people are doing this. Like if you're a millennial out there and you're on your chat or insta insta cunt, like use a new condom, man. Don't don't skim. Like just because mom and dad won't buy you a box of condoms doesn't mean you can't get a second job or a first job to actually buy condoms. Just the saying.
0: There you go. Sage advice. All right, so I guess that wraps up the podcast for the week. So thank you all so much for listening. Check us out, SkiBumPodcast.com. We're available on all the socials, Twitter.com slash SkiBumPodcast, Instagram.com slash SkiBumPodcast, Facebook.com slash SkiBumPodcast. We are on Pinterest as the High pollutants. We're also on SoundCloud as High Ski skibum And you can always hit us up with an email at skibumpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week.
1: Stay high, stay cool. See
0: ya.